What is up, Fence fam, and welcome to the Fence Expert Podcast, a podcast devoted to anything and everything fence. Whether it's tools, guests, or answering your fence-related questions, you've come to the right place. This podcast is sponsored by OZFence.Store, your one-stop shop for all your fencing-related hardware. Right now, they're offering a free shipping of $150 or more, and if you use the discount code PODCAST, you can save 15% in addition to the free shipping. With all that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. What is up, Fence fam? So good to be back with you guys again, joined by the one and only Mr. Braden. How's it going? Good, good, good. But how about yourself? It's going good. It's going good. Good, good, Can't good. Complain. Guys, so a couple things. One, we've got a big announcement. You've got a big announcement. Yep. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to... This is going to start feeling like a real show where we tease it in the beginning, come back to it later on. So like at the, I don't know, 45 minute mark or something like that, maybe uh, we're going to talk about some pretty big news. Yeah. Pretty big news. Yeah. Uh, until then, let's talk about, we're going to talk about video. We get a lot of questions, maybe not a lot of questions, but a fair amount it's of questions. Rare. It's not rare. Just yeah. about video. And it could be equipment to use. It could be what to shoot, how to shoot it, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, yeah, if you guys are listening to us on the podcast, thank you so much. This is actually a recorded version of a live Q&A that we hold every Saturday from 10 to 11-ish Central. I say 11-ish because typically we get to talking and it goes a little bit long. If you'd like to watch this live and have your questions get answered, be sure to check us out. Search Joe Everest wherever you watch your videos. It could be YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, check us out. We're probably there. We'd we, love to have you guys live. Are we Joe Everest on, on TikTok, or is that just a fence expert? I don't even know. Oh, I yeah. I think it's just a fence expert on TikTok. I think it is. The fence expert on TikTok. And we, we should have gotten that started. Maybe. Well, oh, that's fine. we'll, that's we'll fine. do it later. Yeah, yeah. So, But, yeah, we need to be better about that going live on TikTok as well. StreamYard, if you're listening, because I'm sure you are, uh, Include TikTok somehow on this. To be fair, it's not their fault yet. So okay. TikTok doesn't allow you to stream on with external okay. third parties yet. So maybe they'll change it, but probably not. No, so no. TikTok. Yes, TikTok. If you're watching, because you probably are, uh, then you definitely <laughs> need to get with StreamYard and make sure this thing works. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys listening in, tuning in. Be sure to drop your questions. They can be fencing-related questions or video-related questions today. Uh, huge shout-out to Expert Stain and Seal for sponsoring the live and also just being great people in general to do business with and just hang out with Caleb and Ashley and the team. I really appreciate you guys and your support of the live and also just like I said, being legitimately good people. We enjoy them a lot. So uh, yeah, you got to meet them when we were in Nashville. I've there met for several, singing, yeah, I've met them several times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're really cool people. I like them. So we got to go hang out at the place, see stain this the expert stain seal corporate headquarters. Mm -hmm. You would, you could say yep. so. Yeah. Genuinely good people. Yeah. Let's say hi to some folks out here. Jesse was first up. Jesse Lloyd says, Olive Branch, Mississippi. All right. Very good to see you, Jesse. Appreciate you tuning in. Robert Looker says, hey, hey, how goes dude and dudettes? Goes well. Which one of us is the dude and which one of us is the dudette? I'm hoping, I don't... I'm hoping the dudettes are just general dudettes in the audience. In the ones watching. Yes. That's my yeah. hope because okay. I, Yeah. I'm definitely a dude. You know? Yeah, I don't think you're a dudette. So. Mm, no, nope. unless you nope. have something you need to tell me, I don't know. Well, not on this show. Okay. Not on this show. Okay. <laughs> I swallow. Uh, almost. I almost said it. 
Okay. Can uh, I? <laughs> no, you cannot. We should Almost just gotcha. Yeah, Almost we should. Gotcha. We're gonna put them in timeout. Oh. See ya. All right. I messed up. Stevie Boy Billings from across the pond. What is up? Good afternoon, Joe and the Fence Fam. And Brayden, he's right here. Tell him I too. Hey, Stevie Boy. Fence Injury Podcast with Dan Wheeler. What is up, Dan? Fence Fam. Young Brayden. Yep. I like it. Yep. Yep. Use a second cam phone. Oh, maybe for the TikTok. So we we do. So when we do go TikTok live, I usually just launch it from my phone. Uh, this time it was just wasn't really even hectic. I just didn't think about it, yeah. to be completely honest with you. Um, I usually do. We talked about uh, bringing an iPad and yeah. just like setting it up, dedicate it for TikTok, which would be easier because the comments on TikTok are about this big. Yeah, so it makes it difficult for yeah. sure. We know this guy, Roger Bentoncourt. Hey, Fence Fam, don't forget those affirmations. Absolutely. The yep. what? Let's see what we've got so far. We've got. Love from Dan Wheeler. Thank you so much, Dan. Appreciate that. We got a like from Jesse Lloyd. Thank you so much. It always helps channel, you know, giving out all these affirmations. Now, the like, the thumbs up, they don't really count that anymore, I guess. But the other ones do. Yeah. You can even give us an angry face. And it. I don't care because it's a good affirmation. So, you know, do that. Fence Genius, what is up? Great job on the videos. Videos are tougher to make than most think. You're not kidding. They are. How yeah. long? So we did some filming yeah, yesterday, two hours or something, hour and a half. Yeah, it was about two hours. I mean, yeah, the audio file from your mic was, I, I think, was close to two hours. So yeah, <laughs> it, it was, and it was, it wasn't like a particularly complicated shoot either. It no. just kind of, it was setting four time. posts. Yeah, stuff just takes time. So well, and we talk it through beforehand, mm -hmm. and yeah, so yeah. it took it took two two hours, hour and a half to set. Yeah four post we were not on rocket speed on that one um but yeah so i i think we're creating good content though so we're yeah we're kind of in that conversation a, i think this will be a good video yeah so it'll be a good one cannon johnson what is up joe got a job coming up that i'm worried about any tips for anchoring railing into lightweight concrete patios <sighs> not a fan of it so one so in the state of Missouri, railing is insured differently than fencing, so we're not insured for railing in general. Just it's a different set of liabilities, so we usually pass on railing. Uh, but lightweight concrete patios, uh, maybe patio pavers, maybe. Um, you say it's light, lightweight concrete, just a different density of concrete. I, I don't, I don't know. So don't we know might be talking about patio pavers. Okay. Um, I don't know, but in general, I'm not the railing guy. Cause, so, in, like I said, in the state of Missouri, they're insured differently. Where we don't do railing. And there's a couple good railing partners here in town that do legitimately really good work. Um, yeah. So, but in lightweight concrete in general, so the, when we're talking about fence, which would probably be similar to railing, we'll only attach. So concrete pads are fine. Um, I'm not sure about light. I don't know if I've ever weighed the concrete patios, but um, standard concrete's fine. When we get into blocks, that's where we start getting nervous. Even if they're you know, uh, fixed together. So I don't want to call it glue, but some of them are bonded together. Even that makes me a little bit nervous. Now, a lot of times that uh, they've got rebar and they're concrete filled. I'm totally fine with that. What I'm worried about is the leverage on the top of the fence, pushing the whole thing over, not in the first mm -hmm. year, but like over time. That would be an issue. If that makes sense. 
Don't want to end up on the news. Concerned distributors, what is up, Christopher? Good morning, guys. Happy Derby Saturday from Philly. Good morning. Happy Derby Day. Robert Looker says, oh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. There you go. Robert, appreciate you tuning in from Great White North. Wyoming Fly Guy, what is up, Mark Olson? Or how does it, his TikTok name, I don't think I've given away a secret, but it's basically his name backwards. Okay. And I don't think I could pronounce that. I'm just, I was getting ready to say that, but anyway. What's up, Mark? How are you? Lots of work to create videos. You're not kidding. Yeah, Mark Mark gets it. I mean, it's he's behind the camera. Actually, I saw you had a video up two hours ago, so I got a notification, so I'm going to tune in that. It's basically uh, telling contractors they shouldn't break down their bids. I think it's a good oh, conversation okay. to have. Um, I agree with it, So, but I'm looking forward to watching that video this afternoon. Dude. So what does that mean? So like no line items, just like yeah. the final, like the basically this is what it's going to cost? Yeah, and so we you get this you get this request occasionally from customers. And so, well, and typically from insurance companies. So customer says, hey, my okay. insurance company wants an itemized estimate, or they want it broken out. Some of them just want materials and labor. Some of them want to know everything. How much, how much do your screws cost? How much do your pickets cost? Um, which doesn't matter, right? So I'm not bidding you 132 pickets. I'm bidding you a yeah. six-foot privacy fence complete. So I'm going to bid the numbers complete. And one of the problems with bidding itemized is then it starts getting into negotiation. Say, so, wait a minute, you're charging $5 for a six-foot, six-inch picket when at Home Depot they are... $3.30. Well, part of that is, one, I'm going to pay guys to go over, mm-hmm. pick it up, take it back to the, take it to your, either back to the shop or to your job site. Yep. One, I'm also factoring in some of these things are going to split. Even if we were to hand select every picket, which would be highly inefficient, there's, you'll still have some split. Like as yeah, you're nailing yeah, them or yeah. You're, yeah. You, you account for loss. Um yeah, you know, so in, sometimes sometimes you'll get the customer say, well, what if I provide the material? Uh, well, that's it. one, that's not not how we do business. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that do, and that's fine. But two, and the main thing is we provide a warranty, right? So we warranty the workmanship. We warranty the fence itself. The fence itself for a year, workmanship for life. I don't want to warranty something that I don't have control over. So if the customer's going to get the materials, I'm going to get the call if something goes wrong, right? So regardless if it's the materials, regardless of what. So I want to be in control of the materials we use because I know the quality and I know where they come from, that sort of thing. Um, Two, if there's not enough materials, do my guys get paid to sit and wait for you to, yeah. to go get more materials because there's a miscount or they loaded out wrong. There's a lot that goes into this that's not on an itemized bid. We factor all that in, right? Or we try to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we take the risk. If we don't bid it correctly, if we bid 132 pickets and for whatever reason it comes out at 140 pickets, that's on us. Yeah. And so we're trying to price some of that in. Um, I'm sure this is probably – I don't want to steal Mark's thunder because – I haven't watched this video, and I don't want to step on toes on that one. But uh, I have a feeling—I have a feeling we're probably on the same page there. Fence vlogs, what is up, fence fam? What's up, fence vlogs? How are you? How's it going? The one and only Kenny Dugan. Good morning, Kenny. We actually used Kenny's uh, brush, uh, stain mixing wand, maybe. Is that what you call it? 
I have no yeah, idea what it's called. One. You need a you need to get a name for it, Kenny. Yeah. if you don't have one already. Well, but don't say it yet. Trademark it first. Trademark it, and then do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it worked really well worked at well. scrubbing in like all the corners of the buckets. So yeah, Kenny, thank you. And that was actually Kenny. I forget how long ago you gave that to me, but it's it's been sitting it's for been a while. Up here, in the <laughs> yeah, back, we have like this back kind of closet area over here, and it's just I think it's been sitting up there at least since I started here. <laughs> yeah, a little while. But we're sitting there, we're like, you know, so we're having different mixers, and we're talking about mixing up buckets, and a light went off the top of my head, bing. Mm-hmm. Like Kenny gave me one. I need to go get it, and so I was. Well, it yeah, took me a little we, bit to find it. Use, the reason we never use it is because we normally have the big drums that we use, right. and we have the other mixers for that. But yeah. then we were using a five-gallon bucket, so I was like, oh, we have a use, we, let's use this thing. Well, yeah. because we were doing the expert stainless steel staining mm-hmm. machine, yep. which takes five-gallon buckets. I mean, I guess you could use a 55-gallon drum, but that would be... That'd be a pain. Five Don't gallons at a that. time, because it, only, hold, it, it, it only, only holds five yeah, gallons at a like time. exactly five-gallon steel. Yeah, you, yeah, you'd yep. make a mess. I mean, yeah. It, you'd have to dip it, because you you're not just going to lift up. Well, you could, maybe you could use that air diaphragm pump, but oh. it would it would be a mess. Five gallon buckets are the way. Yeah, if you're just, if you're doing all the yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so much work for no gain there. Yeah, but because we Unless. were switching back over to buckets, we we're trying to remember how we mix yeah. these. We haven't mixed buckets in a couple of years, um, but so anyway, Kenny, thank you so much for the brush. It came in handy. Whereas, as my daughter would say, it came in clutch. Is that what they say? Wait, who? Your, Clutch. Your daughter? Yeah. You said dog. I'm like, your dog talks? That's cool. Oh, I don't even have a dog. Okay. No, so that would be even weirder that if it be, did that, talk. Well, that would be weird. No, my daughter. Like, is that what the... I'm, I'm looking to you because yeah, you're significantly I mean, not, younger I, than I am. If someone said something came in Clutch, I wouldn't let's, I wouldn't bat an eye at it. Okay. Make, that makes sense, yeah. All right. So that's... Look at me getting, getting trippy. <laughs> or trippy? I was going to say getting uh, hip, and hip then works. I was... I mean, that makes you sound kind of old, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, what was I started... Well, I was trendy? gonna say trendy, yeah, trendy know. and hip, and it came yeah. out trippy, but trippy. none of those really work, I guess. This morning. Fitz Vlog says I break it down. I break it down for materials and labor on every quote, but I won't do line item. The reason being is I always require a material deposit. Certainly one way to do it. Um, I don't. I wouldn't want to get into a conversation on what we charge for labor or give them the opportunity to say, well, what if I, you know, I can get them. You're charging me eight thousand dollars for the materials. Well. I went on Lowe's.com and figured it would be about $6,000 for material. Yeah. It's just so to each I, their own. I, I mean, ours normally just like the whole the whole bid, like this is what yep. it's going to cost? Yep. 100 foot of six foot privacy fence installed for blank. Now, we'll separate different, we'll separate out different costs, meaning that the fence blank, one five foot gate, steel, steel frames on steel post blank, 100 foot of okay. removal. Blank. Okay. Because some of those they do want to perform themselves. Yeah, that makes I sense. I really don't care if they handle the removal themselves. We're going to have a conversation that if we do have to do work, it needs to be fully removed and disposed mm-hmm. of. We're not going to touch it. But as long as we show up and the area is clear, free and clear, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the guys are not going to complain about not having to bring back tear out. Yeah. You know, Scott's no fun. Scott would probably yeah. thank them and shake yeah. their hand for it. Yeah. Uh, and the gates, we itemize out gates because I don't want to say even itemize, just separate out the cost of the gates. Because some people will say, I mean, how often do they say, well, how much is is it if I add a walk gate? Or how much is, I want a walk gate yeah. and a double gate. Yeah. Well, now, wait a minute. Okay, so how much if I just take out the double gate? Or what happens if I add a single gate in the back? Mm-hmm. So we do split out installed, you know, the, the fencing installed. How much is a single gate? How much is a double gate? How much is a removal? What we've started doing lately 
that works out really well is we on the bottom just say optional pre-stain sear materials is x and we'll oh yeah, yeah. now in job nimbus so in job nimbus you can enter all the items but then hide them so when, when in those hidden items we'll have so much per picket so mm -hmm. much for real and i say hard one person now the last several months has had that taken off they say hey could you take off the optional stain yeah absolutely it's it's optional yeah. i'd love to most people just accept the quote and say hey proceed with quote number one two three four without taking a stain so we're actually upselling into a pre-stain so product. on the stain this just random questions so yeah. like it's, it's already checked right that you want it and then is there like a drop box below where you can select the color that you or is it just that's during no or is that before or no, so that's after. enough follow-up conversation. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Say, hey, typically, so after they accept it, we get the deposit, we get the contract, then we do the then on-site. Can, okay. And so while we're there, say, hey, here's the three common colors that we do. It's cedar, chestnut, gotcha. and walnut. Gotcha. And typically, I look at the house first, and I say, okay, well, what would match if yours it? was yeah. mine, I would do walnut. Yeah. It's a, you've got dark trim. I think it would go really well. Or I would do cedar because it's a lighter colored house, mm -hmm. and cedar would probably go better. We also have a conversation that the darker the stain, the thicker the stain, the better and longer it lasts. So walnut stain would last longer than a cedar tone stain, yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. I got to read the names before I say them now. But I know this guy. Noah Moorman. Oh, yeah. When it comes to creating videos, what is your process for deciding what content to put out? Asking me tough questions. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So... There is a time like when you have just a like a you know we have a schedule videos are going to go out all the time so sometimes you I might put out a video that I'm not super proud of just because like okay videos got to go out sure um, so with that sometimes you just put it out anyway without really thinking ideally process for deciding what's put out I mean I'll try to think of what I th what I think our audience would like to see sure. And then if I have, sometimes I don't have a week's worth of content. Recently, I've been kind of trying to trim the fat a bit and just show like, okay, this is one cool product we did this week. Yeah. As opposed to showing like a bunch of little in-between things, which I found people didn't seem to like as much. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of figuring out what your audience wants. And then from there, getting the, you know, a lot of times I don't really decide what's being filmed that week. It's just like, okay, well, this is what happens. So that's what we got. Now, when we're talking about what the audience wants, mm -hmm. so behind the scenes, we get analytics yep. based on like when the drop off is and when, how much of the, what portions of the video people watch. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, that's that? what, yeah. You'll look at view duration, you'll look at click through rate, you know, you can look at demographics and kind of see, okay, if we say this one thing in a video and every time we say it, then the viewership drops, it's like, oh, clearly people don't want to watch that because yep. they want to, you know, they want to skip through it if they wanted to watch that. Yep. That's a, that's really a, a huge indicator. Um, and I see that a lot. Actually, it's really common when, if you're not doing like YouTube full time, it doesn't really matter. But like if people's like if say early on 30 seconds in, you're like, before we continue, stop, like the video and subscribe. Almost every time I've seen it drops there. Yeah. So, Which is why. We don't do that. Yeah, we anymore. don't do that anymore. Sometimes I'll throw up like a little graph or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Because that doesn't. I don't. People don't care about that. Yeah, a little graphic with like a thumbs up or a click subscribe that sort yeah. of thing. And I kind of take in my own take into account my own habits too because I find myself if I yeah. hear someone do that I'm skipping through too because yeah. like I mean more than likely I'm already subscribed because I subscribe to channels really quick quickly so there's okay. that but yeah so that that's part of it it's just looking at analytics and figuring out what your audience wants and then trying to make content that they actually enjoy. Yeah. So. An interesting part of that conversation is sponsors, right? That is true. So when we're dealing with sponsors, when we're talking to sponsors and trying to figure out how to incorporate them in videos, 
and and you'll see it on our videos. A lot of them want a they have a very clear definition of what they want. In the mm -hmm. first 15 seconds, we want a 30 second blurb and mm -hmm. to say this. I think unfortunately that's where people skip. They do. Right. When do. you start watching, it's like as soon as it says, and now a message from our sponsor. Like we don't say that, but others do. Yeah. And when they do, click. Like yeah. I just skip right through yeah. it. Um and I think that's something I think we should work with sponsors more and say, I understand what you're saying and I understand what you're looking for, but can we incorporate it in the yeah. video rather than have it be a dedicated section of it. Yeah, anytime there's a dedicated section like that, even no matter how short, people are gonna skip it. Yeah. At least, I mean, not everyone will. Some people just, you know, keep it on, whatever. Yeah. But the viewership is going to drop. And that's, I, I think sponsors know that. They should know that. If it's gonna be like that, it's like, hey, less people are gonna watch this than, you know, if it was just a normal part of the video. But the more you can integrate it, like kind of like yeah. you were saying, into the actual content, it's like, well, the more they're going to watch it because they want to see what's also going on yep. while you're talking about the sponsor. So right. if you can do that, and that's something I, I think we should probably be better at. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, like well, actually spending more time to try to make it fit without it being kind of shoehorned in. Right. Well, and, and we tried to do that like with our with the Ozark Fence sponsor. Like yeah. yesterday we were talking about... Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what exactly what I typically do. I'll look at the the you know camera and say, shameless plug, these can be bought on OZFence.store. yesterday was the first time you ever said this could be bought on OZFence.store and didn't say shameless plug. Oh, did I? You didn't, you didn't say shameless plug. I was like, oh, we're mixing it up. Yeah, apparently we're not calling not, them shameless. It's not a shameless plug. I'm, it is a Very complete... Shame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a shameful plug. I feel ashamed. Maybe go check out my <laughs> I guess. Listen. Um, yeah, but but integrated, I think, has more value. But when the sponsors send us the contracts, it's typically in there. You know, what it they're is. looking for. Yeah, and that and makes what, sense. They, they want to have certain, you know, points hit or whatever. That makes sense. Because, yeah, and I understand from their perspective, it is an investment. It's not oh, a small sum. So they want to be very clear about here's what our expectations are. I think probably, I think probably just takes a little bit more effort on our end to kind of counter with, I understand what you're looking for. And I'm fine putting it on paper. Yeah. I'm not trying to yeah. weasel out of anything, but I think it would be more effective if it were to read, you know, we would integrate a shout out or a description mm -hmm. within the content. And maybe the integration could be within the first 45 seconds or something. Because yeah. I think the reason they're saying that is they know, regardless of the video, you're going to see drop off. Mm -hmm. So um, I understand what they're wanting to catch the majority of the audience in the beginning. Yeah. But if we could integrate it without it being like a static video yeah and i think the ideal way i mean if you can say it you know in the fur you could be like this video is sponsored by or brought to you by early on first 10 20 seconds right yeah. and then like stay tuned later for more something like that i think tends to work well i see that yeah. work well with a lot of channels mr beast is extremely good at integrating stuff like that yep um yeah give a shout out early and then later on yeah, and then later, actual yeah while you're climbing a mountain in antarctica he'll plant a flag for shopify you know sure like that's yeah that's that's some serious integration right there. Well, and and that's the person to watch, right? Yeah. Or one of the top yeah, if you handful want, of people yeah, to watch. Yeah. Talk about talk about brand deals. Like, can you imagine that guy's brand? He has a he has a team of accountants just to handle all of the operation. finance over it's there. A, it's a big operation. One day, one day. Now, I don't actually. I hope not because, like, well, at that point, that's you. That has to be your life. I mean, yeah. that's his business. Oh yeah, the Mr. Beast it's not, channels it's, it's are a, his. I mean, business. it's not even just his. It is his literally his life. Yeah. Like, and so yeah. he hired. Uh, 
basically <laughs> a copy of himself to, I think, follow everything he did. I think he'd they'd sleep in the same, maybe not the same room, but like same house. They'd, you know, eat at the same time, do the exact same thing for like, I think it was a year. Really? Yeah. To be, that way he could have someone basically copy. So that way he can do be doing other things while the other guy can kind of start filling that role. Yeah. He is, Interesting. It is his life. He's dedicated. And it's it's, it's paid off. It, it's obviously, yeah, it's obviously yeah. working out. Yeah. But that's part of the conversations I think any creator has, either with themselves or with their team, is what, in my situation, we kind of, we've talked about this in the past, in that, like, now we've got Ozark Fence, which is, takes, it needs a fair amount of attention, mm -hmm. as it should. Uh, we have Ozark Wireworks, which... You view these, I view them as like children, right? So Ozark Fence is a teenager. Like they, they're fairly self-sufficient. They know what they're doing, Six, but they need some oversight. Six-year-old teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, the years in business don't tend to but, correlate. Yeah. But, you know, they need some attention. You got to give oversight and work with them on different things. But largely, they do a lot of it themselves too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, now Ozark Wireworks is a toddler. Like it's walking and talking and it's doing a lot of its own stuff, but it requires a lot more oversight, a lot yeah. more hands on. Yeah. There's less of, there's three of us over there. So there's the, the hats are, you are spread full time over there either. So it's like, no, yeah. Over there, it's, yeah. Which for the last month, like that's well, a conversation yeah. that's coming. It has been over yeah. yeah. I mean, the last month it's been, uh, I'm trying to think for at least three weeks, it's been full time. Yeah, and I think but, one of the weeks, it was still like a half a week or something. I don't know that they were here for a whole week. Or maybe they were, actually. Well, they came over. Yeah. I think it didn't have to be a butt. It's still, yeah, it's it's been a pretty much. We'll say the last several weeks, it's yeah. been fairly full time yeah. for them, for, for Bryce and Chase. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of try to go back and forth, which ends up, yeah, it, it's, it ends up being a it's lot. It's hard to keep track of, yeah. And then we've got the channel, right? That's so. True. We enjoy making the content. I enjoy meeting you guys at Fence Tech or Staining University or wherever we're at. Shout out FWA show coming up in August. So I look forward to that and I enjoy this. But then it also it's like, where does this fall in? Right? Because I think also, quick aside, I, there's an assumption that these channels make massive money, that these are like massive revenue generators. I hate I don't. I hate to bust that bubble, but they are not. Now, this channel is getting closer to self-sufficiency mm -hmm. through sponsorships and efficiencies and just is starting to become more closer to self-sufficient. Like on the P&L, it's not losing as much money as it's lost in the past. So, like, it's, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> but... Uh, but we have to also say, okay, well, how much how much resources does it require? And resources could be time, mm -hmm. it could be money, it could be what opportunity costs or what we could be doing, that sort of thing. How much resource does it take? And then what is the upside, right? Mm -hmm. And the upside is absolutely helping people, right? So like being helpful and, and being a positive influence in the industry, definitely a benefit. Um, yeah, and this all kind of comes into play. I don't, where were we going with this? We, we were straight so far from the question, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if that. I no, it, I hope I, we answered I your think question. It answered it. And if it didn't, he can talk to me later. Yeah, there you go. Or just re-ask a question. <laughs> That's true. Fence Vlog says it's a beautiful day, getting some work done at the family farm. Love it, nice. love it. Uh, so this is when we were talking about splitting out, having people negotiate, picking yep. their own materials, yep. and 
you know, so he said, honestly, that doesn't have happened too much. I find the customers, at least in my market, are receptive to it. Plus, it eliminates the surprise of the amount of the deposit. It's fair. Would um, it affect the amount of the deposit? Wouldn't that be the same? Well, or but he's you... saying he only takes deposits on the materials. Though. Oh, he does? Is that what he said? So he said, yeah. So, or is that what he said earlier? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the reason okay, well, being that's... is I always require a material deposit. So okay. we take a we deposit, take a deposit on, the, on the, the on the full yeah. amount. Yeah. yeah, because we're going to we're going to pay the guys before we get paid, right? So we're prepaying yeah, yeah. the labor and all that. So them splitting both of those yeah. or covering the 50% deposit on both covers helps cover the cost of both of those. So um, yeah, that's the thing is, is this is one way of doing it. This is not the way or not the only way. This is just a way of running a fence company that happens to work for us. Mm-hmm. Fence Vlogs has got a question. What is the best editor if you have a mixture of videos on GoPro, cell phone video? I'm struggling trying to get content from Stainless Steel University edited because I did a mixture. Um, what would you say? So the I'm curious what the mixture is called. So, I mean, there's a lot of different editors. There's some really good ones. Um, CapCut's pretty simple and easy to use. You can use it on a phone, tablet, or you can use it on a computer. There's a free version. There's a paid one, too. I haven't used a paid one. I use it, I use it for subtitles sometimes because it's pretty good with that. Um, if you want a lot of control, DaVinci Resolve is really good. Um, there's a there's a really good free version of that. Um, you can pay you can pay a one time fee of like three hundred bucks to get it, and that's, then it's really good. But even the free version can do could do more than what you would need it to do. Um, what's the uh, what's the GoPro Quick Editor? You know what I that have one's no idea. Here, let's see. I, no I think I've still got it. one of the conferences I went to. Is it, is, had, it, is it really called like something like that? Yeah, it, it very well could be. Let me see if I've got it on here still. We I used it as part of a contest at one of these events we went okay. to. Um, okay, this isn't making great edit or great well, show here, I, but it's. Yeah. I mean, I, I use Adobe Premiere for most of my stuff, mm-hmm. but that's it, you got. You can't buy it outright. It's, there's no free version. You can't buy it outright which means you're going to be paying for it monthly, which kind of sucks. And then, especially if you're not doing it professionally, it's like you're not, it, that's just kind of a pain. Um, and it's it's pretty, it's, it's not very intuitive at all, so it's going to take a bit to get into. Once you get into it, it's really powerful. But, so there's a lot of different options there. Uh, if you're on Mac, iMovie's free and on it already, so that's cool. So this one's called GoPro Quick, Q-U-I-K. And so that, so Jeff, so probably what they're, the person that they're focusing it on is someone like you that f- that shoots a lot on their is phone. It only, can it only do GoPros though? No, okay. no. It, so it'll take it. It's a I. It, I it's mine's on an a, iPhone, okay, so but it just takes a video file. Okay. Yeah, it takes a video file, but you can also import media. So if okay. you took that, like, emailed it to yourself, you could import yep. it in here yep, or something. Yep. And I'm sure there's probably a more. Se- well, actually, uh, nope. You can connect it directly to your GoPro. So. Um, this is, has our Hero 9 on it, so it tells go. you how long ago that's been. But um, you can directly import from your GoPro. Also, you can pull media from your phone. So, And it was a free app as far as I know, GoPro Quick. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of options. There, there's there. a lot of good options, really. Yeah. Front Rock Fences says, good morning. Good morning, Front good Rock. Good morning. Noah's got another good question. What is your favorite series on the channel to film or edit, and what is the series we can see in the future? Okay. So let's talk about so, the series in general. Yeah. So the, I mean, the main series that like I'm in charge of or kind of you know taking control would be like Week in the Life. Yep. 
So that's what I spend a lot of time doing. It's kind of more, it's changed a lot over the past year, I'd yeah. say. I mean, we started off with just a vision, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly, so the, the vision I had and I gave to you was um, the Luxury Bazaar channel where they've got, they do basically a week in the life. It's structured very much like um, like a documentary. So they they hired a producer from it was like Discovery or somewhere like yeah. that from one of their shows. So it's very structured. It's very you know. So we started similar to that. Yep. But then as you grew to watch how the audience interacts and watch how the guys interact, then it started morphing. Yeah, it's become a lot more unstructured as far as like the it's been it's become more casual recently. Like there haven't been as many talking heads. It's been kind of more in the moment. I've been leaving more kind of just like goofy stuff in. Um, so there's that. I, the recent ones of those, the weekend lives have probably been my favorite in a while. Um, Editing's pretty easy on them, but it's also kind of fun. You can throw in some, you know, like little jokes and stuff now and then, which I enjoy. Uh, yeah, reactions are also really good too. Like they're, I don't edit that many of them. They're kind of fun to edit. It's just something different. It's a, you know, cause those are a bit more polished. You have different split screens. You can do multi-cam and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, probably, probably Week in the Life would have to be my favorite just cause that's really the main series and that's what I've spent yeah. so much time on. Yeah, I, that's my favorite to watch of the stuff we do. Not that the other stuff we don't do isn't good, but I, I enjoy watching because it also, like, because you cover stuff that I'm not involved in. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff I get to see for the first time, yeah, also, yeah. like, what the guys are doing out in the field, that sort of thing. Now, shorts are pretty fun, too. I just... <laughs> shorts, shorts are good. yesterday shorts? Yeah, we cut <laughs> the pipe. Yeah. So what's funny is I saw that happen from the security cameras, uh, like from the... But I couldn't see what was happening. Yeah, yeah. I saw you guys out there, and then all of a sudden I saw water everywhere. I was like, what is going on? That's pretty good. So I saw it, I registered it, and I, then I moved on. And then I, when I watched the short yesterday, I was like, oh, that's what that was. Interesting. Yeah. So I, so I wasn't even out there. It, oh, okay. Eric recorded that. He recorded <laughs> oh. that and then came to my office like, hey, did you see, get the text that I sent you? I'm like, no, nothing's come through. And he's like, oh, it's still sending. And it, it came through. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's that was interesting. It's a lot of water. It was a lot of water. It was funny. It was funny. But... Holly Lee, what's up? Holly says, great information. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Landmark Creations, what's up, buddy? I appreciate all the Fence guys here creating content. It takes a huge commitment to do it consistently. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It it, it does. I mean, yeah. I mean, from your point of view, like you said, it's not, it's not like financially. It, it doesn't sustain itself currently. Right. So it right. is. It is an investment, and it's something that you think is good to do. So it's, it's well, and that's it. And it, yeah, I think it provides value and at least a little insight to maybe how one fence company runs, and just not that this is the way. This is just a way. That sort of thing. Divine Fence says hello, Braden, Joe, and the entire fence fam. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. Hello. What's up, Divine? Jeff Sorensen says, most of the guys I see posting content and considering themselves influencers aren't big companies at all. What made you decide this is where I want to focus attention on business instead of trying to generate more revenue and put more money in your pocket? Very good question. Good question. Uh, the target audience for the majority of the posts and podcasts and info isn't for the consumer, so it's very confusing what the goal is. That is a fantastic question. Mm -hmm. And it's a question that we talk about from time to time. It's like, guys, what... What is What's our goal? Purpose, yeah. yeah, what is our purpose here? What's our why? You know, when mm -hmm. when I'm talking to other contractors about their video content, it's like the why is important. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what is our why? And 
our why is the guys I meet at these, like I said, Fence Tech or State University, FWA show, wherever, uh, that come up and say, hey, I really appreciate your content. It's helped me out. I watched your video on X, and, and it helped me get through, like, some issue I was having. That's first and foremost kind of what we're after. Um, and it's just it also documenting. Like, I think it'd be interesting if I could watch a video of my great-grandfather and see what was on his mind or, or my grandfather, yeah. when him and his brother-in-law were starting this business, I think it'd be incredibly interesting to see what they went through and how they built and maybe what their thought process was when, you know, deciding, are we going to keep the steel foundry or are we going to build yeah. fence? Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's definitely worth something having that just documented in general. It's yeah. cool. It's, it's something cool to look back on if nothing else. Absolutely. Um, you know, and that's, Jeff, that's a, a very good point. Like we could focus all this energy on creating Ozark Fence content and only doing stuff for our customers. And we probably would generate more revenue. But, you know, I think, at least for me, when I get to a certain point, like, listen, we need to pay our bills. Money is is a requirement at some point. But also there's more to everything than money right mm -hmm. money isn't the end-all be-all so if we can cover our costs and we can provide some benefit that's a win yeah right and so so the last sentence is interesting the target audience for the majority of these posts of podcasts and info isn't for the consumer so it's more geared and this is something we talk about a lot too mm -hmm. like who's watching our video is it what is the what does the demographic look like and it is typically other contractors uh or vendors or that sort of thing so yeah, we go back and forth on this. I, I think, I think a channel dedicated to consumers would probably do well, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just it. It would feel different. I think. I would. I would. I'd argue it'd probably do better. Yeah. Just because it's in lot, terms of like viewership. Yeah. yeah there's and, just a lot more of them. So there's that. But that's kind of not been your goal, really. I mean, you right. want, you want content that can help. You know, that can help the fence contractors. Well, that's it because there's so many. Yeah, uh, not young in terms of age of the person, but in the age of the business. There's so many young fence companies out yeah, there. New fence companies. Or, yeah, yeah, newer fence yeah. companies. Absolutely. So, you know, the average age of a life, uh, average lifespan of a company in general, a new startups, three to five years. So, what can we do in the fence industry to try to lengthen that, like to get it to seven or eight years or ten years? You know, can we provide some sort of content that maybe helps towards that? Um, now, some of the content I think we do probably does go towards a consumer, like the reaction videos. I think are more like probably consumer facing yeah, than probably. contractor facing. They're more um, they're more likely to get a random click from somebody that just yeah. yeah yeah yep. So we do a little bit of both, but in terms of like impact, I would rather have impact on the fencing industry because that's where we are uh, than in the consumer industry. I think there's. You see, you see channels, not necessarily fencing channels, but like we just did a reaction video today that you guys will see in the next month or two uh, about like a Home Depot repair video, yep. right? We do, we see those, and we see, <laughs> we see uh, the uh, Renovision DIY that is con very consumer Your favorite guy. Oh, he's the worst. Um, but I think you see those folks that are consumer facing, and what like the content they're putting out. Like I don't want to have to do that content where. You know, I'm trying to think up stuff to do to create a video yeah. that would maybe interact with the consumer. And I don't, 
installing, you know, or not installing, but like cleaning your fence with a deck brush that's been cut down and dumped in a bucket of bleach. Like ah, that's not great, right? So, but that was probably he was probably looking for content. He had to produce content, and he's a consumer facing channel. Mm-hmm. Because God knows contract. I'm not the only contractor that doesn't like this guy. And you see this in the comments. So he's yeah, no. he certainly cannot be a contractor-facing sh- channel. No. Um, I don't know. It, different different strokes for different folks sort of thing. Yep. Great question, though. Again, it says, Joe, I had a guy visit our single de Mayo party last night from Springfield. Heck, yeah, small world. He didn't know Ozark Fence. we got to do better on that. Uh, but I said orange trucks. He knew exactly who y'all were. Okay, well, uh, good branding. Very good. All right. Uh, GBO. Go Big Orange, I think, is what we're going to say that stands for. But, um, yeah, good deal. Orange Chrome, which is a shameless steal from Sean King's Blue Chrome. Mm. You know, and so I I had we were texting about trucks, and this is – you know, a year, a couple years ago, probably at this point, he's like, "You gotta go for Chrome." I was like, "Yeah, but I don't, orange Chrome is that a thing?" He goes, "Probably." I mean, blue Chrome's a thing, and so oh, I reached I out to chrome. the rap guy and I said, "Hey, is orange Chrome a thing?" He's like, "Uh, it can be." Well, he said, "Let me check." Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, it, "It can be." 3M makes it, so nice. orange Chrome it is. Uh, protecting your race podcast. What's up, Nathan? iMovie is legit. Final Cut Pro is an easy entry platform that can expand out a little more intuitive than Adobe Premiere. It, it, yeah, it's definitely more intuitive than Premiere. There's not, the only issue it being is Mac only. So if you're Windows, you're kind of screwed there. But yeah, yeah it is. And like you said, I, iMovie is just like the baby Final Cut. So, but if yeah. you have if you have Mac and you're using iMovie and you're like, hey, I want more, Final Cut would be a natural next step for sure. I guess I just got into Premiere Pro just. I don't know. I mean, we probably we already had the Adobe Suite, I think, because we were doing picture editing in there, and oh. I probably saw that had a video editor, and I was like, "Well, I'll give Plus it a try." Watched, like, I know you watched some Peter McKinnon and stuff. Yeah, and was, yeah. So that could have influenced it too. Absolutely. I need to. I need to get back in his content. He's makes some good such stuff. a good he's good like creator. Cool yeah, he's one of those guys you like to just like sit and hang with. Yeah. He so before I get into this, so if you watch some of my early videos, I was very much like. Uh, just do because I'd be like, "What's up, Fitz fam?" And like that's very much a Peter McKinnon move. I was, uh, I, an old video popped up a little while ago, and I was like, I was very much in a Peter phase on that one. Uh, <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No, it's no, yeah, I didn't, I it, not at all. Uh, but I haven't watched him. It's just funny, so. like who you watch influences oh, like what influences. you do. Yeah, yeah, that's why you got to watch good people if you want to make good content. Absolutely. What would be the best app on Android slash iPhone to edit quick videos for Instagram? Yeah, I mean, right. CapCut's the one I would know of that I've used and I know works and I know a lot of people use it. I'm sure there's other options, but that's, it's. I think it's good. Very good. So, all right, this is going to be a reference to this because so technically Nathan said CapCut is an easy hood editor. Yeah. And then Cannon says, I love stuff that is easy and hood. Always good in the hood. Yep. There you go. There you go. Front Rock says, hi, Cannon. Did you, did you get your My Fence Life Jackson Fence glass? Okay. That's a, yeah. That was an inside question yeah. that I probably didn't even need to. <clears throat> River City Fence uses uh, TFIP to build the fence company. We're small, so I bring guys on to help me grow almost as a coaching call. And we do get... We do get some of that benefit at Ozark Fence. Uh, we did a job this week. Now, it wasn't a massive job, but it was a job that came to us because he watched a YouTube channel, realized we were out of Springfield, and that he could hire us, and we came out and did some work for him. Um, 
it was listen it's the weirdest thing though when you meet people and they're like oh, you're real like you i went out there to do his final walkthrough and he came through in it the note said watches a youtube show i was like okay that's cool yeah and so he's like you actually come out you do the final i i figured you would just be doing videos all day like well no, we do need to make money. So, and this is something I do. So, but, <laughs> and we sell we sell tools. You know, we do when we'll do a video on tools, we'll sell some tools, and we it does help the business that way. Um, and that's one of the reasons. That's one of the benefits of the channel. And that's something we talk about when we're just talking about the benefits of the show. Yep. But, yeah. Noah says, speaking on the why, I always find it inspiring when influencers as yourself take time to educate new fencers. With that being said, we'll be seeing more how-to videos. Probably. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd say yes. It's more likely than not, for sure. Yeah, I, I'd like to get back. We did that kind of video in the past. Uh, I think I'd probably like to get back to doing those types of videos because I, I feel like those were probably the most helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also a, it's also a trade-off of those also take more time to produce they and do. more time to... Uh, well, it's something you kind of need to be there for. Is with a right. lot of the week in the life, I can kind of just go and you know go with the guys and you don't have to be there for that much of it. Yeah. Whereas with the how-to, it's kind of, you're the face of the channel. It makes sense for you to be the one. We had these, this conversation yesterday yep. that when, when I was, when we were doing more of the sit-down videos the top fives the how-to that sort of thing i would block out my entire tuesday mm -hmm. and so it would just be one day of work that i i would not do anything for ozark fence i would only do it for the youtube channel and now and it worked at the time because i didn't have ozark wireworks i only had ozark yeah. fence yep. i could take off a day now it's we're going to try to figure that out but it's also we need to figure out how to do that efficiently um yep. They do well. The how-to videos do well, so they do. and they're helpful. So, yeah. the answer is more than likely. We just need to figure out a way to we'll yeah, just figure out what that looks like. Basically, yeah. absolutely. They that says I think all of us doing high-quality content are looking at elevating the trade, legitimizing this thing in our own selves and those around us. This thing can be bigger. It's time to push us all. Absolutely, the rising tide raises all the ships. Mm -hmm. Is something that I firmly believe in. And, and hopefully we can step back and look at this 20 years from now and see that it had some sort of an impact on the industry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the more people making or trying to make good content, the better, because then everyone just starts making better stuff, I think. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is, so, so Nathan uh, and I had a phone call when, in the very early days of him, like, he decided he was going to do a show. He's yeah. like, listen, um, you know, I just want to make sure I want you to know, like, I'm doing my own thing, and here's my thoughts. I was like, Nathan, I think I think we need more fence guys. Definitely. Like, don't – like, we sh we need all the fence guys doing content because I would love to sit and watch a show on someone else, their lot layout or mm -hmm. their truck setup or their whatever because yeah. then we can all pick up on stuff like that. My favorite thing to do when I'm in another town is visit a fencing company and just see how they do stuff, see how their shops laid out, or do they have a piece of equipment I hadn't considered, that sort of thing. Well, to do that more efficiently, if we could do that via video, then that would obviously be better. Definitely. All right. Uh, Front Rock says, I think every company should do a brand story video. Agreed. Seems like a good idea. Agreed. Let's see. I'll be bu building 350 foot of privacy fence in the next month. I've been watching all your videos multiple times to learn. Hopefully, I don't screw it up. 
as long as you take your time and pay attention to the details, you stand a really good shot at it. Yep. So this is... So Fence Vlog says, I definitely need to get more consistent in my video posting. That is probably the most important thing. I mean, quality, quality is important. I mean, you don't record it on a potato, but consistency, right, is... And consistency can huge. be whatever you want it to be right i mean it could yeah. you see some channels like in in their shorts forms right but they'll post four times a day but it's consistent four times yeah. a day yeah we we're at two videos a week two videos plus a live plus a live plus a few shorts so right but yeah, but i mean but we do that consistently we do that consistently yeah so you know it jeff i mean as long as you're posting consistent and consistently could be once a week Right, yeah. it, it, it doesn't have to be other week, really. I mean, right, it, it starts getting harder at that point. But if you're making good stuff, I mean, it'll, it'll work. Yeah, it'll work. as long as it's consistently every other week, then yep. And and you you tell your audience what to expect. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, the first and third weeks of the month, you can count on seeing content from me. It's going to be a wide variety, but just know if it's the first or third week of the month, you'll see some video out there from me. Yep. I think that's I think that's the most important. It needs to be good content. I don't want to say that you can just put out whatever you want. I would I'd say good content outweighs consistency. Yeah. Based on just just what I see out there now, normally the paired it's it's kind of rare that you have really good content and have no consistency. Yeah. But if you have really good content, you don't need to be as consistent because people will kind of give you grace because they really want to see a video. But it is it's a lot harder. It's I think it's easier both as a creator and just to gain, you know, a following to be consistent with silly worse content than to be like, okay, I'm going to spend three months on this video to make it really good. It's it's hard. It's, it's just hard to do that. Sure. So it's, I think consistency is an easier route and will work well. Well, consistency plays to the algorithm. It does. No matter where, whichever, wherever you're posting your content, mm -hmm. there is an algorithm. And so consistency lets it know what to expect too. Yeah. It says, hey, when this channel, when I see a video from it weekly, it typically does better than if I see two in one week, mm -hmm. nothing for three weeks, one the next week. The algorithm just doesn't know what to do with the video. So it'll it'll push it a little bit. And your subscribers will likely see it. Mm -hmm. But in terms of sharing it out organically past your subscribers, yeah. I think that's where you see the benefit of consistency. Yeah. So. We have found ourselves at the end of the questions. If you guys have questions, comments, etc., drop them in now. Where are you? Wow, we're almost at an We're at 54 minutes. Yeah. This is what I tell people. I was like, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. They're like, man, an hour. Like, how do you sit and talk for an hour? Like, you will blink and miss it. Like, it, it'll seem like... I. This feels to me like five, 10 minutes of just like sitting and chatting. Yeah, it doesn't feel that. It definitely doesn't feel like almost an hour. No, that's for sure. Well, that's how we would do the two and a half hour shows. Like, oh, yeah. Some people are like, there's no way. Like, well, you get like, on two or three good subjects. Yeah. And you're done. That's well, two and a half hours. Yeah. Because basically, I mean, you think you're talking, sitting down, talking with a friend. I know not everyone does, but I think a lot of us can easily, if it's somebody you know, you know, you can spend a, few, a couple hours easy just talking yeah. to them. So then yeah. when you get, you know, you have this, like we have like kind of, we have basically people sitting around us like yeah. helping like, hey, what, you know, to help yeah. the conversation move. Kind of prompting more. this yeah. uh, the so conversation. So it makes sense that it just kind of flies by. Yeah, if we were if we were sitting around with 20 or 30 people in a group, we would have a several yeah, hour would, conversation. Yeah, you'd easily be able to fill that time. I think about the cigar shop that it was uh, me and you and oh. Caleb and Matt. Yep. 
several hours just sitting and chatting. That was a while. Yeah. Uh, and it went by pretty quick. It, it did. Pretty quick. It did because it was good conversation. Yep. Noah's hit the nail on the head. Announcement time. It oh is indeed. We I said. I can't believe he's actually been in here that long. He must be off work today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Noah. Appreciate that. Uh, you have a big announcement. Yeah. I mean, how much do we want to say? How much do you want to say? I'm. I'm fine with whatever. I want to make sure that we're respectful. Yeah, no, I mean, to you in the situation. I mean, I uh, I'll be leaving the show. Yeah. Um, I got a job out in Nashville, so a little bit of a move away. Um, Matt, it was a massive job. It's a it, massive. It's, job. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's more video stuff. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say the exact company. That's fine. But yeah, but uh, it, it, it'll be. A, it's a good opportunity for me. Um, it'll be really cool. I'm sad to leave. I like it here a lot. It's great. And and so. we hate to see you go, but so so when you came to me and said, "Hey, this happened a lot faster than I thought it would," I think I think back up. So we've been doing interviews to, for an assistant for you, mm-hmm. and part of that interview questions was, you know, we understand that this is probably yeah. a stepping stone. Yeah, how long do you anticipate being here before you take the next step? And Understand that there's not a wrong answer. We yeah. just want to know what expectations were. Yep. And I think we had that expectation with your role as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have any, you know, misconceptions that this was like a lifetime yeah. posting. Yeah. Um, this is absolutely a, you know, maybe building a portfolio or maybe honing, cre- whatever it is. And so we had that expectation, whether it's spoken yeah. or unspoken, kind of from the beginning. Um, so you came in and said, hey, um, this happened a lot faster than I thought. It did. I got a massive offer. I've got to put in my two weeks. And in the back of my head, I was like, okay, maybe we can counter. Maybe we can counter and ride this a little longer. And then you said who it was for without even what, yeah. without whatever their offer was. You're like, it's for so-and-so. It's like, no. Yeah. Uh, no chance. Because I, whatever, regardless of what the offer was, this is like a chasing dream scenario. It, it really is. This is the, yeah, this certainly very much career potential and not that there's not here but there's there's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of runway there a lot of room to grow there this this on a resume opens a lot not it, it not does. this but yeah, yeah. your offer yeah. or your where you're going on a resume yeah opens a lot of doors just having it as a as a tagline opens a ton of doors um yep yeah it is a massive matt noah hit, hit the head on the nail on the head again it's a massive congratulations yep um and we actually to into the last part of that. I mean, we have we do have somebody coming in. Actually, yeah. starts Monday, so I'll get a week yeah. with him. Um, That's I'm, I'm excited to bring him in. This is probably best case scenario. Best case so. outcome is we still have a week with the new guy. To we got a week of runway mm-hmm. to say you know you thought you were coming in at second chair. We're actually putting you yeah. in the big chair. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot to take on. It's a lot to get through, but. You also have a week with the guy that's been in the chair to, you know, figure out what also, that's like. I don't know. We can mention we probably will be for the next little bit scaling back a little bit yeah. on the video posting, yeah. just to kind of help, you know, help, help the new guy. Like we said, like he wasn't hired for this position exactly, so yeah. we don't want to overwhelm him, overwhelm him with a bunch of work he was anticipating. Yeah. So scale back a little bit, probably like once a week. I mean, it's basically yeah, yeah just once a weekend just to kind of help. And then if, you know, we get in the flow, maybe that goes back up. Sure. The, the goal is just to also, I think uh, another goal as a whole would be to not, you know, kind of earlier I kind of mentioned sometimes maybe posting videos that I don't think are as good, maybe get yeah. rid of that. So sure. it's like, 
you know, let's focus on making just good videos. Yep. And yeah. I think so. I, I think that's fair. And this is what we talked about yesterday, scaling things back. Like like you said, we're two videos a week plus a live. Yep. So scaling it back to one video a week in a live. Mm -hmm. So every other week, you guys are used to seeing reactions. You'll still see those reactions. Uh, but scaling back the videos, whether it be a, you know, instead of a week in the life, maybe it's a month in the life. Maybe we do film content and one of those weeks is just to catch up on what's going on at Ozark Fence. The other one's a video like what we shot yesterday or how to. Yep. I also, you know, we get a lot of requests or a lot of questions about like product reviews. So yeah, that's true. I got a question in my messenger last night about now it was about a hoggering gun. Never used a hoggering gun, so I don't have an opinion on that. But what do you, what do you it, need a gun for those? What? Oh, because they take forever. I guess they kind of are a pain. Yeah, because you got to get so it out. It, you you literally can pliers. just like point it on there and just, and it just shoot. That's actually. Yeah. So they, they hold like good. a nail gun. So there's like there, a clip. Yeah, that's, okay. Preloaded and just like zip, zip, zip. That probably would be nice then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So seeing content or seeing questions like that. So, you know, Marcus Sheridan's book, They Ask, You Answer, tells mm -hmm. us that if one person has a question, yeah. there are multiple people. So if we were to create a video that says, what is the best hog ring gun available today? And we actually tested it and we actually did all that and then gave it an informed opinion at the end, mm -hmm. that video would probably do pretty well. I think so. I do. So part of me thinks that one of the videos a month is like a product review video. Whether it, you know, I would, there's a nationwide's got a lot of content or a lot of products that I would like to test and get out there. We did actually the video this week was a traverse latch, uh, flipping a traverse latch. Either yeah, this week so or last week. Yeah, it was this past week, I think. So this week. Yeah. 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 So reversing a traverse latch. Those traverse latches are slick. And I think more people, if you, if they saw the video and saw how easy they were to yeah. use, yeah. would legitimately use them. Mm -hmm. um, now, they are a sponsor of the show. So there will always be that thought of, well, Joe's showing off his sponsor stuff. Yeah. But to be fair, I only found it because we we're there yeah. at their, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So we like them, but they are a sponsor. Yeah. They also go buy nationwide stuff. So, you know. yeah. yeah. We, we, as a business, buy nationwide stuff yeah. almost exclu yeah. exclusively when it comes to like pool gate hardware, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, almost exclusively when it comes to chain link stuff, it's like chain link fittings. We try to use them exclusively, but. So at the scale that we sell stuff on e-commerce, whether it's our site or on Amazon, we we buy them out quite on on quite a few items where we, they say, well, we won't have any more until like August, but yeah. we will have more for you. Like, well, I need some right now, so I guess I'll go to other company yeah. and and source them anyway. Yeah. Product review videos, I think, would be good, mm -hmm. or at least product demonstration videos too would probably be yeah. okay. Matthew in the chat. Matt, what is up? So if you guys listen at the beginning of the show and hear the incredible song that intros our countdown, this is the guy. Every, this is Matt. I, I like it every week. It I, I mean, I like music a lot, so that probably helps, but I do just, I just like it. If you guys can see, like, before the show, like, both of us are like, dun, 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 dun. Good job, Matt. It's good job. so good. Uh, it can be hot. It can be hard to find or come up with content that's good that you think people might want to see. Yep. We need more feedback from the audience. Mm -hmm. Great point, um, Braden. You will be missed. Had tons of fun. I I absolutely agree. I can't wait to watch. Like we talked about this before. Like I want us to keep up with each other because I can't wait to watch like your trajectory. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. We'll, we'll keep up. We need to. And I'll be back around sometime. Yeah. Like, I mean, my, all my family's still here, so I'm. I'll be coming back to Springfield. Probably. It would be cool to do like a like a catch up like once in a while yeah. when you come through. Just yeah. like, hey, what's going on? 
Vince Vlog says, best of luck in your endeavors. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Noah says, taking a small amount of time to ensure proper training is a good practice in all aspects of work. Take the time you need to keep posting awesome videos. Um, I think that's it. Training and not dumping everything on it in the beginning. Yep. Right. To say, all right, here's the workload. Here's the expectations. It's, listen, I understand we need to get feet on solid ground first, and then we can... Yep. Also, I mean, like you said, the week in the life was your project. Like, that was the, yeah. that was the content that you were most involved with so a lot of it had your feeling in it mm -hmm. right or just like your yeah. creative you know flow in it so when a new guy comes in we're gonna show him the channel and give him kind of my direction on how i'd like it to go yep. but ultimately it's going to be his content flow and his creative flow that he you know yeah, would say yeah. hey i would think we should create content like this and that content would likely be better than him trying to, I, I trying to emulate something. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I definitely agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. Nathan says Braden has done a great job. Excited to see your next steps. Thanks, Nathan. Totally, I completely agree. Guys, we're at we're at an hour four. We're at yeah. a, if yep. you got last minute questions, let us know. Uh, drop them in the comments below. Uh, and if this is if you're listening on the podcast, you can always uh, find us. You can find this recorded uh, on YouTube. On we've got a playlist that's like recorded Q and A lives. So you can drop a question there. You can also send it to Joe at defenseexpert.show. If it's a Braden related question, I can always forward it. There you go. That's true. To Braden. That's true. I'll be around. So yeah, yeah. I uh, like I said, I am I'm incredibly excited to see where you go. Um, it's a it's a huge. It's a huge deal. It really is. Um, yeah, it's we we had talked so during all this we talked quite a bit. And um, when I was right out of high school, a buddy of mine, his uncle, and he still does, owns a construction company in Las Vegas. And he had said, "Hey guys, I could always use good help. I could always I need supervisors and this sort of thing. I'd love for you guys to come out, spend a couple years learning it, and then come into my management team and." Um, and I always wonder, like, I, now listen, I think this has worked out incredibly yeah. well for me and my family and all that. Um, but I always wonder, like, what what could have what could have been, like, what could have happened, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously, construction in Las Vegas hasn't died down any in the last I don't think so. twenty yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, if anything, it's blown up. So it's like, where would we be? But that game is absolutely no good because we could have just as easily gotten like addicted to gambling and you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> it yeah. just got rude yep. i think no i don't want to poo poo on las vegas like brian Fredrickson could be watching i'm not saying that brian but i'm saying for two 19 year old guys las vegas might not have been that, be dangerous that weren't from there <laughs> yeah that yeah. would probably not be a great environment to move them into and construction guys in vegas get paid well so 19 year olds with money in Las Vegas. That's a scary thought. Really. It's probably not a recipe yeah. for success. So probably. it's probably but it's probably for the it's best. It's all worked out. It's all worked out. But That's... but I still like from time to time wonder like what could have yeah. happened. And this is that defining moment I think that you'll look back on. And if you hadn't gone, you'd wonder. I think so. What? I definitely think so. Hundred percent. So I think it's worth going after that stuff. Absolutely, Brayden. You have had an incredible impact on this channel. You really have. I, I I think about. I mean, think about when we went out to Tampa. Like yeah. all of what we've done. Like it's been so much fun doing it with you. Um, it's, been, and, it's been really good. It's been a good. I mean, the channels had and everything here has had a big impact on me too. So it's it's been really good. 
And and I said, you know, if if you get out there and it's not what you think it is, yep. you always you always have a place here. And I and I laugh in the middle of that because I know like once you get there, it's like the trajectory only goes no, up. Yeah, but I still but. I still appreciate that though. It <laughs> is it means a lot. Yep. All right, guys. Don't see any last minute comments or questions. So I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. But uh, yeah, Braden, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in. For now, I'm Joe Everest, the fence expert, reminding you, good fences make good neighbors. And I'll see you next week.